Hello, welcome to Reframing Mindset Podcast. We are clear minded of the thoughts that are preventing clarity. Practice my speech, among other things. Episodes range from informative knowledge to funny stories about my experiences, and in the future, maybe include interviews. So subscribe and enjoy. Episodes drop every other day. Yo, you. Yo, yo. How's going? Alright, so welcome. I'm Mario Breckford. Before we get into it, let's just mention something. You know, Mario is known for. So, he's my good friend from Chester Castle All Age. And mm-hmm. my and the overall man making moves from then. So, welcome to the Reframe Mindset Podcast. How are you doing today? Good, good, good. <laughs> Long time in attack. Yeah. Alright, let's get into the interview. Yeah, we're going to talk to me. So we became friends in grade six, you know, when we both, you know, sit beside each other and thing. But before then, I can't really remember us meeting, you know. So the first question is you lived in Mount Carey. So tell us about life there and how you ended up in Chester Castle, which is basically in and over there about and maybe filling the gaps as to how. We may have met more if if it's the same grade six, you know, memory you have after yeah. meeting. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Mount Carey. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let me talk first. So, so we 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 deal with this in patois or just English? All right. What are we doing? Majority of the guesses mostly American now. Listeners in this America. Okay, all right, so um so Mount Carey, I mean Mount Carey was the place that I was born. Grew up Mount Carey, so how I ended up in, in Chester Castle was Miss Palmer, the vice principal of um of that same school. You remember you remember Miss Palmer, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Miss Palmer you know, because she's the vice principal and she live in that same community. So that's how, like, my family decided that, okay, all right, we need to send him there because they didn't want to send me to, like, Anchovy Primary School. So that's how I ended up right there. Yes, sir, from grade one, same way. Yes, yeah, so from grade one all the way through grade six, second year, grade six, same thing what we do. Like, oh, you know? Yeah, because like everybody got them separate ways, go different school. Mm. So it's like, it's like, you know, you really remember because everybody have different memories, you know, different parts. Mm. So overall, how was your trip Castle days? Well, Chester Castle was good. Like, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like replace those like that school for a different school because it's a smaller school, so it's a lot more like intimate where we can learn more from the teachers if we 
really put our mind versus like other big primary schools are, you know? It's just like um it's a it's a good good environment. I like it. All right, so after G sat now, me and you went to different school and I went to Herbert Mars and you end up going to Anchovy. So tell us yeah. about Anchovy School days. All right, Anchovy. Anchovy High School. Big up Anchovy. Well, Anchovy, Anchovy, um my my high school, so I really like that school now. So at that time when I was going to Anchovy School, it was a shift school, right? So we have both morning shift and evening shift. So starting off, I was in, I was on the evening shift. So each year we switch, switch shifts, right? Yeah. So grade seven, I was on the evening shift. I didn't know anybody, only um one only one other person from Chester Castle went to Anchovy. And we was in two different classes, right? So I always said they have like um, 7A1 to 7A5. So they just like randomly group people after after um, after GSAT, right? So I was in 7A4 starting off. So everybody did the same subjects, you know, just to get into the school, right? Then from their grade eight, that's when they really start placing you based on like your performance and all of that. So from grade eight, I went to eight A one. So that that time, I really started getting settled into the school because once you become like you reach eight A one, it's really like really when you just, they start placing you, it's kind of hard to just unless you don't work, you're gonna go to a different class you know like eight to two or three four five you really don't want to go down there <laughs> it's like the brightest of the class but um eight to one good good eight grade start meeting some new friends um some good friends that i have until this day yeah. then we start going to like science club different clubs you know mm-hmm. and getting involved to different things then um progressing to grade nine. Grade nine is when like you, you do your good subjects, you do good, then you can choose what subjects you get to do in grade ten and eleven. Right? For grade nine, I started doing different CXE subjects, right? Because I already planned, I don't know if you remember, like I already planned to be a architect. Right? So I started doing um um geography and and uh, social studies from grade nine. Got both of them. Uh, so I just knocked those out so I didn't have to do anything more, right? Do those again. So grade 10, I did all the science. Every single science subject you can think of. <laughs> did every single one, plus TD, plus uh, other subjects. But I didn't do them in CXC at that point until grade 11. So at grade 11, I was doing like I think it was 11 subjects 11 or 12 I think it was 12 subjects yeah alright so then because it's a shift school you now so we, we like I used to go on both shifts so I could do so I could manage all of that workload so Anchovy overall was really good you know kind of um, I mean to the person that I am right now 
because after anchovy I go I went to Rossi's to do six form. I was about to come to to Herbert Morrison, but you know different things changed. Yeah. Then I went to um, Rossi's after. But anchovy overall, I like anchovy. Anchovy is a good school, you know. Still like the teachers there. I still have good relationship with everybody there. Um, the past student association, I've been involved in that because I'm not there in Jamaica now, so it's kind of really hard to do that. But anchovy days, good anchovy days, man. Big up anchovy. <laughs> yeah, so extracurricular-wise, you know, how has they been, you know? Because, you know, uh, when I went to Herbert Morris, I usually do, like, uh, well, I, I got the sports that I went to was basketball, but, you know, we have tracks and other things. Yeah. Otherwise, from that, how was Anchovy sports wise and thing. And so look, anchovy sport you said sports wise and what? Yeah, anchovy, how has that been how is the school sports wise and extracurricular wise given the shift system, you know, morning shift and English? Yeah. That's a good question at that, that time. because uh, like you'll train on one shift and then because like if like all right, the, the, the biggest thing for anchovy that was going on at my time was um netball. They would beat everybody, everybody <laughs> in netball. So so netball, no, you'd have everybody would be on morning shift on netball. So it doesn't matter. Like you're not gonna be with your, your same classmates. So you're gonna go to a different class every year. But it's going to be on morning shift. So if you're gonna do a netball, you're gonna be on morning shift, right? Um, so they, they, they're just train in the evening and then go to games in the evening and stuff. They miss classes every now and then, but you know, it's what the it's what the good. No, I did tracks, not really. I did, they didn't compete because um, we didn't have a good track, we never have a team, a track team, yeah. They like a couple of friends did rugby. We didn't have like anything formal because we wasn't. It wasn't like everything that was going on, good, like a hundred percent good. Yeah. You know, at, at that time, when I was going there, but no, it's it's a full it's a full full day school, so two campuses, so. They should be doing better with that now. I don't know, like, you know, specifically details with, 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 with everything, you know. Yeah. But, but um, they can make it work, man. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, well, you kind of alluded to it before, but you know, I remember you said you wanted to be an architect. So right now, I'm not sure exactly what you're doing now. So tell us about that time from anchovy and now. How your plans changed from what you initially thought you wanted to be? And what were the things that influenced your decisions up until now? So, like, all right, architecture was, like, something I always wanted to do, right? From, you know, my dad giving me that blueprint when I was, like, what, grade, grade three, grade four, or the first grade, I don't know. It's a it's a long time. 
and I see it, and I'm like, okay, I need to draw this. So then he gave me a geometry set. Then I, I started drawing it and like putting it on a different paper, scaling it down. I'm like, oh, I like this. Right? So I always wanted to be an architect since then. Yeah. No. I always research and plan because I'm the type of person that plan like what I want to do and how what do I need. So I always research what I need. That's why I did so many subjects. I know I wanted to be an architect. I know what it requires. So I know all right, I go into I go into every situation with the end in mind, right? So I already plan knowing what I'm going to do. No, no, I'm not doing architecture. I didn't finish. I went to Rossi's, did associate degree, came here immediately after, right? Applied for a couple of schools, um, didn't get the transcript to come here to go to the school. And because I, you know, when you wait, you wait, you wait out school for like a year, you're not going to feel motivated to go back to school. Like after you realize, oh, <laughs> you don't want to go there. And then you're going to spend money and all that. But you could get scholarships and all that. So it, I'm not saying, no, if you don't want to go, don't go, right? But um, for me, it just wasn't the, the, the thing I, um, I, I want to do because I, I'm not there. It was because of the influence there. So moving here in America, you realize you can do anything from, from um, as long as you put your mind to it, right? You can do anything you want. So, I mean, I just wanted to not be an employee, really. So, I wanted to do, go into the business world. Yeah. So, the the first way to get into business without going to business school, get any degree or whatever, is starting sales, sales and marketing. So, that's what I'm doing right now. Right, yeah, so um, it's just reading like reading a lot kind of um, open up my eyes and you know, just looking at things like how everything is going right now and the time that we're in versus the time that we were in to realize okay, all right, we don't need to, we don't need to go traditionally. Everybody don't need to go to school traditionally. No, if you're going to be a professor, are you going to be a doctor? You know, any specialist, which every every society really needs. But for me, I'm not. I don't want to take that role. So that's why I didn't go to architecture, and I'm doing sales and marketing right now. Uh, so, are you still interested in architecture? <sighs> Interesting. <laughs> Interested. Yeah. A little bit. Not not as much. You know, I met somebody yesterday who who um who is almost finished. He almost finished his um degree. Yeah. And he's telling me about it. He's going to do his studio classes in like a couple like next next semester. And um the same school that I wanted to go, which is Georgia Tech. All right? Yeah. So um, he's telling me about it, telling me to do it because it's gonna worth it. But at the end of the day, really, he unless he starts his own business, doing that, it's um unless I do that, it's not gonna be 
what I really want to do. So really not really that interested enough to go ahead and do it, you know? And I, I wouldn't just do something to just have a degree. It's like wasting time from doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how has America been recently for you, especially in this pandemic time? <laughs> recently? Recently good still, you know, grateful. Pandemic time, um, because we're just busy all the time, right? Pandemic time kind of slow everything down, so everybody have to, you know, get connected with, with um, you know, f- close family close friends and not being so busy all the time to not realize the little things that really matters in life, you know, why you're really working that much. Like you spend so much time at work to provide for your family that um, you don't even see your family. Mm. So um, pandemic kind of just, pandemic kind of just slowed on everything, make everybody just, you know, kind of just group up, kind of regroup, strategize different, and you know, take on the world differently. It kind of different change, but it, it's not like a bad change. It's a good change, right? If you if you if you go into the pandemic, like I see that on Instagram, right? If you go into the pandemic with, if you come out of the pandemic being worse, then it's not whatever the word I, I think but it's you you know yeah. like so like different habits like if you didn't go to, if you didn't work out because oh you didn't have the time no you have the time do it you know you didn't learn this because it like in the pandemic like what i was doing i was learning i was going to different schools online doing some marketing degree type stuff like they have like all the ivy league school have like free classes and yeah. courses, you could just do it online. I right? realized too because during the pandemic time, I don't remember. I think MIT or stuff like that. They, they were putting out free lectures and stuff. Free like lectures and everything, so people could just, just um, go ahead and you know do anything they want. Like if you really wanted to finish a class, you could. But it's just if you really want to. So during pandemic times, like I got so better with the gym, getting a good schedule, you know, doing little things that's going to get get me to a different level in life, you know? Yeah, it's during the pandemic time that I even got my driver's license. See? And, Look and looking back, <laughs> it's just a card, but that card, having not having that card now, mm. The worst thing, like, cause going through the driving license, driving school, and learning process, it takes money and time. And just knowing that I have that now, just yeah, it see it saves a lot of time. It saves a lot of time to focus on other things. Yeah, I know. Knowing that I'm a resume now, I say, yo, I have my driver's license. Yeah, the driver's license. Yeah, that's a big thing. You know, so mm-hmm. you're right about that. If you're going to the pandemic and you're up, and you don't, you come out the same. It's like it's not, not to you know you don't have time. It's not like you don't have time. It's just you. You lack discipline. 
Oh, so you need to tell yourself to do some things and just do it. That is really discipline, right? You don't need people to tell you like, yo, you need to do this and whatever. Kind of like army style discipline, but no, you need to tell yourself, hey, do this and you do it. That's really discipline. That's free discipline, freedom, structure. You get structure in your life. Yeah. You're really, you're really good because we really survive off structure. We've been growing like that with structure. The school system, the 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 how the the home system, church system, everything. All right. Everything have a structure. So we just have to just have to um go and do a thing. So what have you learned from twenty twenty going into twenty one? 
to now I'm in the grill and now I'm kind of doing something similar. Not real estate, but more renovation. You know, everywhere I go, I kind of renovate it to, to my liking. Which yeah. Is, which is kind of far from what, you know, far from my degree or my profession. But, yeah. you know, natural innate. Um, you know, naturally innate. I'm a science person. Kinda, you know, if people, people who know science and see how I do things, will see the basic science techniques or biochemistry techniques in everything I do. You know, critical. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where you know you, you might not really want to have that that initial interest of architecture. Those principles might have just tapping. Yeah. So yeah, it's still go keep keep around. So like, even though I won't be the one designing the actual building and getting paid for it, but like I would be more detailed into what I'm looking for, you know. So an architect will could just I'll just make the job easier for them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So and then I'll get what I want, and they get what they want, you know. So architecture, you know, you learn skills, you always go bring it. Bring it with you. Yeah. Uh, from your successes in America, what can you tell the Jamaican audience that um that these things are, are things that you might can start from from out here that can assist you greatly to be ahead of the pack if you get over to America? Well, you think you might think um, there's some secret <laughs> that you going to learn go get your head. But not really. Because like Jamaican people, like most Jamaican people, we are hustlers, right? Yeah. Everybody, we just we just know how to make money. It don't matter. Like, look on you right now. You are do, <laughs> you do a podcast, right? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You're going to find a way to make money, right? Yeah. Just keep that hustle, hustler spirit, right? And you're going to figure it out. It don't matter. You you already have what you need to be ahead of anybody, anywhere. There are like 90% like 90% of the immigrants here who are million, like 90% of millionaires or whatever. Mm-hmm. Immigrants are first or second generation immigrants. Yeah. Because what? We recognize opportunity because we don't have it. Yeah. It's like a fish outside of water recognize, okay, all right, I don't have any water. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, you never, like people who, who are here really don't realize a lot of what they have because everything is um is here yeah. and we are millennials like our generation right now millennials we just want things fast so yeah. so we're not gonna spend too much time but like in jamaica now you there you see things kind of way back right mm. when you get things a little bit faster here Coming from Jamaica, you you realize okay, right, you can spend some time to develop a craft, yeah. and that some that whatever you develop can eventually be something that you know that you can um 
that you can use that can further your life, change your life, change your family life. You never know. So to answer your question, I couldn't tell you anything that is going to get like somebody ahead other than just the hustler spirit that we already have. We have good communication skills. We already know how to talk English, patois. <laughs> we can uh, talk to anybody. We can just be creative. Our creativity will get us different places, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever been to another country other than America? And no, America. only Jamaica. I'm here. So I haven't been anywhere else. Not yet. I've just been traveling the states like a lot, a lot of different states, you know. So if since you're not haven't been, which other country have you have in mind that yeah, I might actually go there given the chance? Dubai. Like really wanna go to Dubai. I have good architecture there. <laughs> See it there? <laughs> Dubai. I want to go to Dubai, man. Go, go in a sun wrap up and go up on them camel there or something, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. what states have you visited? And are you content with the state you're in now, given visiting those states? And what can you say is a good thing about those other states that you have been in? So I've been to a lot of different states, every state surrounding Georgia, because I live Georgia, right? Atlanta, Georgia. So um, every state. So I've been to rural states like Alabama, Mississippi. And I forget a map if you look on it, like Virginia, Kentucky, like different places. I haven't been to like New York. I've been to Vegas, like um, where is that? Nevada, I think. I don't even know. But um, the states, um, like I, I, love, I love Atlanta. I love Atlanta, Georgia. I love um, South Carolina, North Carolina. I love Kentucky. Kentucky is nice too. Um, just, but like Mississippi, Alabama, just too rural for me. Kentucky. <laughs> But um, yeah, every other state kind of nice. Tennessee, kind of rural, so but uh, nice people. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are some working opportunities you think America that is needed in America that you think Jamaican can fill? Everything. Everything. You say what? What do you think are the learning skills? The skills, no, no, where do you think they can learn the skills required to pay their position? <laughs> like everything, like everybody hiring right now, right? Only mm. for opportunity, restaurant, business, people need server, people need um everything, the bank hiring people, they, um, everywhere hiring, just everywhere. Just a name like Game of You, just mostly restaurant though, because restaurant see that all the time. Always go places go eat. So you see that, right? Yeah. People hiring like crazy. Cause they lay off people because the government give people money. So which they, they stop right now still, but like like these people were saving because <laughs> they don't want to work right now. You know? 
the um, <clears throat> everything man. like everywhere hiring people can just come do anything then get to anywhere where they want to do after like you never know like when when i just came here i was um working at a hotel just the front desk agent then start trading stocks trading forex move to warehouse then move to what i really want to do is what which what i'm doing right now then um you know working on getting some real estate going but you never know you just have to um just have an open mind come get a job work get some money and eventually you'll find where you want to go just keep your creativity and your hustling skills hustling <laughs> you're good all right so are you working on anything personal right now and you know if you like any personal business or anything like that yeah like um i have a cleaning business right so i clean offices so after people leave work clean offices clean the offices after so that when they come back to work you know, they, they have a clean office there. So I don't have to worry about them taking it out. Because every time when people leave work, they're just going home. They don't want to stay at work. They're just going straight home. They're not staying there cleaning any, cleaning up anything. They just go home. So it's just a good, it's a good need for businesses. So um, it's a good... I, I, I'm getting a new account today. I don't know um, exactly where, but getting a new account today to you know just add to the list of places but so i'm working on that right now getting that to start hiring some people where the business starts implying start um, managing itself so yeah. then i can um, focus on different things you know mm-hmm. yeah all right so what other skills you have and what other industries does that skills relate to? So that if anyone that in that industry hears of you, I mean, request your services, can know about it. As you know, 65% of my audience are from the same United States you're in. What other skills? Like, um, I don't know, you know, because like, you know, I'm a, I have a lot on my on my, on my, my, my plate right now, right? Mm. So it's um I don't know like what other skills that anybody would request from me, right? Other than just the cleaning and the sales and marketing, right? Yeah. I do do a little bit of painting every now and then because <laughs> I did arts, right? So can draw somebody, paint them. Paint a good nice little or something. Do some graphic design if I feel frisky. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, that's about it for me. Like I'm I'm not really focusing on like a lot of different things right now. It's just like dialing down to like a few things and just getting things automated where I can focus on different things, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
last question is, you know, what have you learned so far in life that can maybe help one of my listeners know that may not be in a position where they want to be, but, you know, you can tell them so that they can get their hopes up on the future? What have I learned? So, biggest thing, don't ever, ever, ever lose the belief of what you want to do. Right? Always see yourself in the position where you want to be. Be grateful for where you have. So you so you still carry on to the next um step that you have. So you can move towards the next thing that you're moving towards. So just always be grateful, right? Yeah. Always believe in yourself. Believe that okay, I'm going to get to the next point. And keep work towards it because not just believing is going to get you there. You have to work. You yeah. have to get out and get your hands dirty. Yeah. They say clothes and dirt, like your, your dream about a thing. But at the end of the day, you still have to go work because nobody is going to hand anything to you. And if you believe that, hey, you're going to get things handed, you're entitled for this, you no, know, life is going to slap you in your face, tell you, hey, you know, you don't have um you're not entitled to anything. Everybody comes here naked, crying <laughs> and we're leaving. We might leave with some clothes on, but <laughs> we are going back into the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not entitled to anything. So you just have to make the best use of your time that you have here. Everybody else uses the same time, same twenty four hours. So always um, don't feel entitled about anything. Be grateful for what you have. Keep working and believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in where you're going, even when other people don't see it. Surround yourself by people who actually believe in you and see where, see your vision and go support you. Yeah. All right. So that was the last question. So thank you. Mr. Brickford, for taking some time up out of your day to join the podcast, so you can take this time to tell, you know, what services you have and where people can reach you if they actually want to reach you, or, you know, uh, so that you can look into the services that you have to offer. I mean, if anybody want to reach me you now, just Instagram, um, I underscore um underscore Beckford. That really biggest way. Or snap well not Snapchat, not really. It's Instagram. I underscore um underscore back forward. You will see me. Yeah, man. Yo, respect for the funny podcast still. Thank you. Well, this is the end of the episode. Thanks for watching. And look forward for the next episode. To support this podcast, go to anchor.fm slash cssb slash support or become a sponsor for this episode. If you have a product that you want to have more exposure, DM me on the Instagram page Reframing Mindset Podcast or on Twitter at Reframing P. Either way would help. Thank you regardless for, for listening and here's a preview for the next episode.
Sciences faculty. I took up some social sciences courses and um, officially entered into social sciences faculty uh, in my second year. And in your opinion, being here now and looking back, was that a worthwhile decision in the long term, looking back now? Uh, well, honestly, looking back now, I think that decision to leave the pure and applied faculty and do accounting and management studies as a major was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life because it completely changed the, the trajectory of where uh, where I ended up. So, I mean, if I if I had stayed in pure and applied faculty, I probably wouldn't be where I am at today. And um, I consider, I would consider myself to be in a good position at this moment, just because of that decision. Uh, 